From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Oh, that's you are. And it's a special edition tomorrow, too. Because, folks, you're not going to want to turn your radios off. You get in the office, you're going to want to keep us on. Keep your phone handy, ESPN app. There's only two days out of the year that we can give you content from the ACC Media Days, ACC kickoff in Charlotte. And this is day one of two. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, has taken the all-expenses-paid trip to Charlotte, courtesy of the Orange Bowl. He is there. He is in the fray, throwing elbows, wrestling other media members for the people you want to hear from, like Dino Babers and Garrett Schrader. Here on yes. Ken Levicka Live. Uh, Theo. Only the big names. Only the biggest names for you, the Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast sports fan here on Ken Levicka yes. Live. Um, uh, did did uh, did we get the parting gift? Did you have time to, to run there and uh, bathroom and all that I stuff? Did. Are you good? I did. I got it all in. Awesome. Um, so the parting gift I have now is a Apple Moon, <laughs> not Moonshine, Apple Moon Crisp. Oh, cool, great. Like, That's perfect. <laughs> Apple Moon Crisp. I don't even know what the hell it is. It is, is smelled it, good. Is the, it like the a platter was empty. Is it like a moon pie? Like a oatmeal cream pie? That's like a crisp. A it's a pie cobbler, like, right? It's almost like apple cobbler. It's yeah. like apple pie without the pie. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. that's excellent, Theo, because we, in yeah. case you're just joining us, we don't want our guests from ACC kickoff to go empty-handed. We're a show that likes to yeah. do something for the people. Thank you for the participation. It's why we pull massive guests like those from the Syracuse football program, okay? And yes. so, uh, Theo, because he is very hospitable, he found a banana parfait, a banana pudding parfait yeah. in the banana media. Pudding parfait. Yeah, in the media room. And Dino Babers turned it down. Garrett Schrader, he straight up said, that's going to be there all day. Boy, I was disrespectful. <laughs> he looked over it. He literally peered over it like his eyes perpendicular with it and then said, yeah, that's going to be here. Yeah, I, I thought it looked beautiful. It had a, a, blackberry. Uh, a blackberry on top. It was very well yeah. presented. But now the, the parting gift and or the enticement. I, 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 Theo, I can't stress enough. Say Paul Feinbaum shows up there at some point this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> if, if we want to get him, I feel like this apple cobbler dessert that you have is going to be a key component to this. So feel free to oh, entice easily. guests. Are there any big easily. media people there? Are there any big media people, our counterparts, if you will, uh, at ACC Media Day or ACC Kickoff that you found? I don't see any in shot, but I did um, I did see a couple of guys. The problem is, I mean, come on, Ken, like college football media, I mean, they all look the same. No, nah, it's a great call. Look. <laughs> Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. I was like, you know, something you'll look at a guy now. I did see EJ Manuel, and I was like, okay, he looks different. Uh, he's oh. a media guy now, ACC Network. If he walks by your um, table, offer him the cobbler in exchange for coming yes. on for like six minutes. We'll we'll try and get him, and I'm looking around here to see if I see any 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 faces uh, that you might want on. And no, I don't. Not not so far. When I do, okay. though, I'll grab him up, man. You know me, I'm a hustler. Uh, so so the commissioner of the ACC. Uh, Jim Phillips, he was he was speaking to the assembled media today, right where you are at the West Inn in in Uptown Charlotte, Theo, and and he said the following. This is the quote from uh, from the commissioner of the ACC. Quote: Revenue is certainly one piece and a really big piece as we move forward, but I'll say it again: we need all communities healthy. When you think about where we're at right now, we're probably in the gated community as one of five. 
The gated community as one of five. The Power Five programs are, Theo, in a gated community. That analogy is interesting because there aren't there there aren't any teams i suppose from the acc he feels confident in this that would leave the acc to go to another conference he thinks everything is is stable there's nobody well, leaving it, they're comfortable in their high end gated community it's a it's a great parallel that he made there because as we all know about gated communities they're easily breachable easily <laughs> uh-huh. breachable yeah. all you got to do is hang around you know sit behind a car Wait a couple moments. Let them open the gate up for you. Get it right on in there. I, and who do you come Theo, out with? I don't know. FSU. Theo Bless. I don't you. know. Clemson. Because this I is, mean, is that, <laughs> that's a great call. Because I actually, I used to live at Royal St. George on Brandywine Road in West Palm Beach, right near Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. I can't tell you how many times either A, I forgot my key card, couldn't open the gate, and had to wait off to the side until another car came in and I could zoom in yes. under the gate. So the gate's pointless because there's no protection there, right? Or It's a false sense of security. Right. Or the gate was just outright broken, and so it was just up anyways. So it, when, when Jim Phillips mentioned gated community, it spoke to me because South Florida, <laughs> this is the capital of gated communities, but there are so many quote-unquote gated communities that aren't actually gated communities. It's a false sense of security because the gates don't work or they're not attended, or you can easily just zoom into one when somebody else goes through. It's such a funny analogy because I could easily see Clemson go to the ACC or to the SEC or Miami go to the Big Ten or the SEC. I love the analogy because those are so leaky, so leaky. Exactly. He didn't say it was like anything that had like a stone wall perimeter around it. No, a no. gated community. And I had a similar thing. I lived at one complex where you had to pay a premium, obviously, because it's a gated community. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But when the wind was too strong, they would leave the damn gates open. <laughs> Like when the, I'll be like, why are the gates open? The gates have been open for a week. Well, the winds are strong. Uh-huh. What the hell uh-huh. does that mean? Uh, hey, hey, the wind, the, the the wind. Okay. Meanwhile, your apartment's yeah. getting robbed. But hey, the wind, the wind. <laughs> like, um, but there there's are, like a guy with. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying like there's a guy like waving people in and like gate wide open. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah worry about but, worry about uh the the wind. Yeah. But so many places down here, they they. People know what we're talking about with gated communities, but there are the gated communities that do have someone at the gate. These are your golf communities that are letting people through, checking a list, doing that entire a thing. Man to gate. Yeah. That's the high-end stuff, yeah. right? With a gatekeeper, taking names. If there's a guest, you have to, to call in uh, the names of the people. They're checking IDs, that whole thing. I think that's what Jim Phillips meant. We're taking it the other analogy because we don't think the ACC is nearly as stable as he thinks it is. But I want to talk about the high-end communities, like the ones you're going to see on Jupiter Island or in Jupiter or near the coast in Stewart or in Boca or in, in West Del Rey. Those communities, what are the college football programs? If you're to choose four that would live in the gated community that actually has a gatekeeper, that actually takes names, that actually checks IDs. Is there an ACC team period in the four college football programs that you would have in the high-end West Delray gated community? What are your four teams? Because for me, and just stay with me, I'm going by profile, okay? I'm judging the the high-end, living the high life, the benefits of a college football gated community, Based on profile, my four teams are Notre Dame, 
Alabama, Ohio State, and Texas. Those are my four mm. programs that are raking in cash, that have the brand. You see the logo. Everybody knows what it is. Maybe they don't necessarily win <laughs> Texas, but they have the brand, okay? Those are my four college football programs in the West Delray on the golf course gated community. So what, what community are the Georgia Bulldogs sitting in? Like, describe that neighborhood. If they're left out of the top four, what kind of, you know, describe where they're living? Um, they're... Okay, they're, they're in a community where there is someone working the gate, but that person leaves at 10 p.m., and oh. then nobody comes back mm-hmm. until, like, 5.30 in the morning. Okay. All right. To me. To no. me. But they're looking because they've so, won a championship. They're, they're currently house shopping for so one of those my, my kids. Question, All right. My question is, how are we judging this? Is it based on the last 50 years? It's, is it based on the However you want years? it. However you want it. Based on what you think the expectation should be for your college football program gated community. Yeah, the current neighborhood. <sighs> I don't think I could have Notre Dame in mind. I'm sorry. So you're I'm booting sorry. them out. Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame is gone. So, Notre so, Dame is gone. Alabama and Georgia have to be there. Okay, so they're in the gated Alabama. community. They're sitting by the pool. They're renting out the clubhouse. Yes. They're having a bat mitzvah at the clubhouse. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, number three, I'm going to have to go with those. They're back. The U, the Mighty Hurricane. Oh, Miami's in your gated Gables. community. Yeah, My they, God. Oh, come on in. Come like on a, in, Mario. They're like a traveling. Come on in, TVD. I think they live in an RV right now, and they're just traveling. They're, <laughs> they're traveling vagabonds. They're tra- yeah, Miami's walking they, in the neighborhood, and everybody's side-eyeing them. Like, like do these guys yeah. belong Yeah, here? Kirby Smart has a hose in his front yard, and he's like, oh, my God, is this what the neighborhood is coming to? <laughs> hey, but, but wait here for number four. Number four, I'm going out to the Big Ten. Can you guess? Michigan? The Ohio State no, Buckeyes. come on, man. No. Penn State? The University of Southern California, baby. The Big Ten. Oh, the proud members oh. of the Big Ten. They are, those Trojans, terrible. those mighty Trojans. All right. They're going to be – come on now. You got, they got the coach. They got the brand. You know what I'm saying? They got Keyshawn Johnson maybe, you know, helping out. I don't know what's going on out there. All I know is that's going to be my four, man. Oh, that is My good. four is a little prettier. All right. Bigger brands, bigger names. You know what I'm saying? So, so Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the ACC, said today that the ACC – is one of five leagues in the, quote, gated community of college football, okay? Now, he means the gatekeeper there 24-7, call in the names for guests, check IDs, gated community. We think that the ACC is actually what Stone and Theo and I have lived in, where there's no person who works the gate. The gate is opened for safety reasons if the wind is blowing too hard. You can easily drive in when somebody else uses their key card to get into the gate, and half the time the gate is broken. We think that's the ACC. But let's pretend it's the high-end golf community here in South Florida. My four teams in the high-end, upper-class college football program gated community are the uh, uh, are the following. Notre Dame, Texas, Alabama, Ohio State. Theo says, Why Notre Dame? Because Notre Dame's a brand. They have their own television network deal. Mm-hmm. The school has a network deal. Every conference is pining for them to join. By the way, Jim Phillips said, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel confident that uh, Notre Dame decides to join a conference, it's going to be the ACC. <laughs> oh, Jim, you are hilarious. Uh, Theo says his four college football programs in the high-end gated community, Alabama, Miami, Georgia, 
USC. Boy, that Miami one mm. is interesting. Stone, where are you at with your four high-end gated community college football programs? So I do have Notre Dame in there. I, I think they're absolutely a staple. They're like the ex-girlfriend you can never get over and never stop thinking about. Like, they're always going to be there at the party. So I, I do have Notre Dame in there. I do have UGA. I have Ohio State, the Buckeyes, you know, Ryan Day. I think he's mm-hmm. holding that thing down for a long, long time to come. And, of course, Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. Okay. You know that Jimbo Fisher. Oh, yeah. Jimbo Fisher is currently complaining to HOA. The, the, the HOA. I want to be allowed in. If Nick can be there, I should mm. be there. Jimbo Fisher is a total Karen. He's the guy snitching. Yeah, you're right. He's a, he's a Karen. I saw Nick Saban doesn't have the right colored brick on the outside of his landscaping. That would be Jimbo Fisher in that gated community. He's parking in the street. Yeah. When are they going to pave their driveway? Like, that's Jimbo Fisher if he's in this gated community. What are the four college football programs, based on your criteria, for the four highest-end college football programs, your personal criteria, the four highest-end, biggest brands, most successful college football programs that would be in your College football gated community. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. The four most prestigious college football programs in your mind that would live in the high-end college football gated community. Jim Phillips' words. 888-760-3776. 7603776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. Now, what I want you to hear, and I don't know if you heard this, Theo, is there is a coach who has a program who thinks he is eventually going to get in to this gated community. He believes that his program is right on track, that they are going to sign their application, they are going to go house shopping, they're going to come up with $1.5 million, get the golf clubs ready, and he is going to move in, okay? And his name is Clark Lee, and he is the head football coach at Vanderbilt. The ACC kickoff is going on right now. There's also SEC Media Days, and Theo, I present to you the highlight of SEC Media Days, Vandy head coach, Clark Lee. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. As I said a year ago, there <laughs> Stop are it no right there. Codes. Stop it right there. Theo, I want you to make sure that you listen, you, you hear this with both ears right now. This is Clark Lee, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt head coach yesterday at SEC Media Days. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. As I said a year ago, there are no cheat codes, no shortcuts, no hacks that will allow this to happen overnight. This is still about going the long, hard way, independent of the trends and the headlines generating the most attention right now in college football. So why does it sound like he's reading off a teleprompter? Because Because he's reading off a piece of paper. There is nothing less inspiring than declaring that you're going to be the best program in the country and you're clearly reading it off of a piece of paper. Listen to it one more time. Theo, that is a great catch. Because he is absolutely, unequivocally just the head coach at Vanderbilt trying to rally the troops, and he's reading off a piece of paper. Clark Lee, everybody. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. As I stated a year ago, there are no cheat codes, no shortcuts, no hacks that will allow this to happen overnight. 
This is still about going the long, hard way, independent of the trends and the headlines generating the most attention right now in college football. My God. If you're a, <laughs> if you're a Vanderbilt administrator, if you're a Vanderbilt fan, and you live in the real world, like you just want your football program to be presentable, right? Like you want to not lose by 40 to the upper echelon teams in the SEC. You want to maybe get to a bowl game once every two or three years. Maybe like James Franklin, you win eight games at Vandy. Good times. You have your head coach, though. I, I appreciate the optimism, but he's saying we're going to be the best program in the country in a couple of years. You're immediately whoa, whoa, whoa. thinking this guy's a clown, right? He said in time, and that's where he's saving himself because what does that mean? Time is relevant, right? Probably like, 200 he'll, he'll years. He'll never be wrong. He'll never be wrong, though. He'll never be wrong until he's, he's on his deathbed. He'll never be wrong because he'll say, hey, look, I told y'all, in time. <laughs> Keep that, waiting on it. That hurts for me to watch because after week one, the opponent that Vanderbilt plays is going to post that after they win. In week two, they're going to post that <laughs> clip. In week three, in week four, and so on. And it makes it even worse that he is in a hotel, and he, he sat at the little desk in your hotel room with a little lamp right there and was just listening to some Toby Keith but or some Metallica and was just writing that line down like this one's going to be a oh. banger. Oh, he thought he had a banger. He yeah. totally thought that he owned that, I that he that. killed that. Like I Vandy that. fans are like, hell yeah, bro. Man, that dude, that dude, what a leader. Like you can't, if you're the head coach at Vanderbilt, you can't be throwing stuff around like that because that makes you sound ridiculous. Like I don't, I, I don't think... Theo, that as a head coach at Vanderbilt, it's a good idea to be talking about best in the country with with anything football wise. Like that just makes him look clownish, right? I, I don't think you can do that um, if you want to be taken as a serious organization. Yeah. But if you want to be a guy that also is getting a little bit of pub, now we've said his name on the radio even here in West Palm Beach and in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Like maybe that's what the strategy is. Like, hey, no matter what, whatever he says is going to be irrelevant at SEC media days until he says that his program is going to be the best in the nation. I just feel like when you have a coach like that who deals in hyperbole, like Clark Lee did yesterday with Vandy, that is – that's – really amateur stuff. That that to me throws up a red flag that he's going to be there for another year and a half and then he's going to get fired. Like those types of like Nick Saban doesn't deal in hyperbole. No. He doesn't make vast exaggerations. Kirby Smart doesn't make vast exaggerations. Lane Kiffin doesn't make vast exaggerations. Jim Harbaugh, he's weird. He doesn't do that. Uh you you go down the line the most successful college football coaches are realists. Hey, we know what we have. We know what we're going to work with. We expect to win. But they're not making these wild proclamations. You're Vanderbilt, dude. You're Vanderbilt. As a, as a player, I always hated hearing, you know, the hyperboles. I, I couldn't it, – it never really locked me in. It almost made me, like, question where his head was at. Why is he saying this to us? And I would look over – Because only the dopes get inspired by stuff like that. Right. So it would be a freshman yeah. who dressed out for the game who's literally headbanging, like, yeah, he's right, he's right. And, and, and that always, like, worried me. Like, what teammates are actually listening to this and who is this working for? And as far as Vanderbilt players, like, you know, you know, the state of your team and where you stand in the SEC. So th that doesn't help maybe, anything with your team. Maybe he meant best program in the county. 
<laughs> oh, he just he slipped oh, up. Don't do that. Yeah, maybe in the county. Hey, you know what? It's still is some contention. It's, it's going to be a lot of contention in that county because they're in Nashville. It's like four <laughs> schools there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go check the Vegas Lions for Week One if they've slid the other way. Like if they were like, all right, we'll tack on another four <laughs> points for you know. I'll find out who they're playing Week for One for the opponent or for, for Vandy for the opponent. Yeah, like, if they're ten point favorites, like all right, now let's make them fourteen point. Uh oh, MGM Vandy thinks material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, you think this team's going to be best team in the country? Go kick their ass. Yeah. Exactly. So I just believe that I'm all for optimism, but you, it's like me sitting here proclaiming we are going to be the best radio show in all of South Florida. It's only a matter of time. Nobody thinks that's the case. Did they hear the first hour of this show? No way. No way is that the case. We're contend- realistic. I would contend we're already the best in South Florida. I, I'm more so. If you said the nation, then you're getting a little ahead of yourself. Hey, Howard Stern, Come we're on, coming man. for you. We're coming for you, Stern. <laughs> uh, so so Theo is in Charlotte. He's at ACC kickoff. He is continuing to try and scope out the next guest here for us from ACC kickoff. Maybe, maybe we'll find someone from Boston College for you. You never know. Maybe just maybe. What about I, Louisville football? I don't know. I'm across from the uh, looks like uh, ESPN Louisville and, and the Louisville Radio Network, so maybe we can steal off one of them. Oh my DJ just God. sat down with the Louisville Network. Who did? EJ? DJ for uh, the, the Clemson QB. So maybe I can sneak oh, him at the end. Oh, I thought you meant mm. uh, EJ Manuel. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to get – if I see EJ pass by for sure, I'm going to grab him right. as well. But no. All right. So, so Theo, he's got working in his favor a delicious – Apple cobbler dessert that he's going to use to entice our next guest it's, here from ACC kickoff. It's been sitting there for 30 minutes. That's so fine. He needs to go get a new one. That's fine. The president of the Orange Bowl took the hour-old <laughs> uh, banana pudding that uh, we had sitting it's the, there. It's the, it's the apple moonshine crumble. Apple moonshine crumble. <laughs> apple it's very moonshine fancy. Crumble. By the way, I'm a little concerned about the president of the Orange Bowl considering he said he'd already eaten three of those banana puddings and then he's eating an hour-old banana pudding. Is he going to be okay? Are well, you sure he's going to make it to drink scotch with you tonight? Down it with scotch. <laughs> Whatever he does, we need to make sure we preserve him until I get that signature on these expense yeah. reports. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then it's free game. Get yourself I love paid. Frank. Good guy. Yeah. Need yeah, that yeah. signature. Yeah, you know hey. I've been charging some stuff to the room. <laughs> <laughs> Theo Dorsey's living his best life at the Westin in Uptown Charlotte, among the likes of Dino Babers and Garrett Schrader, the quarter, apparently the quarterback at Syracuse. Let me tell you about Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you'll get your outstanding Kia. The selection is impeccable. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com to check it out. The deals are there. Make it this weekend your stop to cash in on the deals at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, to leave the lot with an automobile. And don't worry if the credit is bad. I keep telling you this, but I couldn't, I, I, I can't drive it home anymore. Uh, you've got you've to check out Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, especially if you're a little nervous about your credit because There's no need to be nervous about your credit. They have the bank reps on site, the credit clinic on site to take care of you. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Go online, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Oh, by the way, guess who's on SportsCenter right now, Theo? The man who shunned you earlier this morning, Dabo Swinney. Oh, no. Head coach at Clemson. He said he was going to come on with you, and then he just ducked out, and now he's on SportsCenter. I'll, I'll have a word with him. Don't worry about that. If I see him around here, he'll hear my voice. You know what I'm saying? Because that's messed up. I, that is so Sports frustrating. Dabo going on. over Ken Levick alive. Dabo was five feet from Theo and then just Irish goodbye to him. And now he's on Sports Center. Complete nonsense. Clemson. 
Five wins this year. I'm calling it. He's Theo Dorsey in Charlotte. That's Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Jar in Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We almost had another near disaster, and I just caught it. In case you're just joining us, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He's at ACC Kickoff, ACC Media Days. They call it ACC Kickoff in Charlotte. And we had Dino Babers right off the top of the show, pretty much. The head coach at Syracuse and I, we we crushed that interview. So much so that when we had Syracuse's quarterback, Garrett Schrader, on, Dino Babers was openly yelling in the background to get him off the air to end the interview. <laughs> we made quite an impression. Uh, Dino Babers was asked by Stone about a quarterback that no longer attends <laughs> Syracuse. Uh, we'll relive that in a couple of moments. But also, we're scheduled at 150. And we'll see if this actually happens. To be joined by K.J. Henry, who is a defensive end at Clemson. Now, for the last hour, I kept saying, oh, K.J. Wright, K.J. Wright, K.J. Wright's coming on from Clemson. (laughs) K.J. Wright is with Seattle, I believe, or the Raiders, one of the two. Linebacker in the NFL. Could you imagine if K.J. Henry sat down and we introduced him as K.J. Wright? That would just put... The, 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 blackberry on the, the blackberry on the top of our banana pudding parfait here on Ken Levick Alive from ACC and To be kickoff. honest with you, it rubbed off on me. You saw my text there. I said, KJ Wright. I know. I know. I know. I muddied the waters, and then I infected everybody. And because I was the first one who, oh, yeah, KJ Wright. And then we would have we would have gotten to 150 and, and introduced him as KJ Wright. We are killing it. Nobody oh, knows the ACC quite like we do. <laughs> After spending an entire week last week making fun of Freddie Coleman for introducing JT Poston as Justin Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are. Wow. We would have pulled that off. Oh, did Theo hear that? I don't think so. I didn't hear that. Oh my God, Come on, Freddie! We need to we need to to hear it real That's quick. That's your boy, Freddie. Stone, Theo. I'll give you some time. I'm Freddie's sorry that guy. I'm just throwing this on I'm, you. So, Freddie Coleman's, uh, Theo was, and you hear him overnights here on ESPN 106.3, Freddie and Fitz, um, he was filling in for Max Kellerman on the, the morning show, uh, Max, yep. uh, Jay, Will, and Keyshawn here this on ESPN 106.3. Uh, he was filling okay. in for, for Max Kellerman, and JT Poston had won the John Deere Classic on the PGA Tour, and Freddie Coleman ended up with one of the biggest interview debacles I have ever heard. Like, so much so that I almost couldn't listen to it again because it made me cringe. It was really, really rough. And I'm, I'm trying to make sure Stone finds it because you have to hear this. After the interview that we nearly did here with K.J. Henry, where we're going to introduce him with K.J. Wright, and after Stone is bringing up quarterbacks who no longer play for Syracuse and the entire thing, like... We are really being hypocrites in this spot because we made fun of Freddie Coleman a lot last week. I mean, a lot last week. What what is? And I'm just curious, Theo. What is your just? If you go back, the mistake you made, your biggest mistake you made in media or in an interview setting that that you still think about, where you're like, God, thank God, I'm past that. Mm, that's. That's good because I've had a couple, especially when I was working in news, because I did a lot of news reporting before I did sports. So there was a lot of times I'd ask people questions. You never know what you're going to get in news reporting. Like one day I'm, I'm covering how there's not enough pilots to fly the planes, and the next day it's a double homicide. So you <laughs> never know what you're going to get. So I've had so many snafus on that. Um, 
I would say maybe when I double punched again. I, I double punch for those that don't know is when you hit record and then you hit record again and then it's not recording the interview. And I believe it was Charlie Partridge actually that I did that to. Really? I I can't quite remember because I try to get that memory out of my head, but I believe it was he in South Georgia. I think he was did he coach a Georgia school at one point? I don't think so. I can't. He might have been recruiting there. Southern or something. I, I don't. I can't recall it at all. But all I know is it was a semi-decent named college coach. I had lined up this interview with him, and I, we did like a ten-minute interview. I double punched it, and as he was walking back, I called. I had to call him back because I knew if I didn't get this interview in, you're done. You know, yeah. I would, it's over with. So, so, oh, you know who else I did that with recently? Who? Johnny Damon. Oh my God. That's I double-punched the interview with Johnny Damon, and the funniest part about all of it was he was so intoxicated in that interview, I'm sure he didn't want it to get out. Yeah. So, yeah. so I did us a favor. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so so here's, here is Freddie Coleman with J.T. Poston. J.T. Poston, John Deere Classic Champion two weeks ago on the PGA Tour. Here is Freddie Coleman and how we introduced him. Here it is, Theo. Nothing will accuse John J. Will and Maxie J. Wills and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Action Channel 80, as well as tune in. It's always cool to talk to a two-time major champion when it comes to golf, especially when the golf world's gotten a lot of attention for stuff on and off the course. He is Justin Thomas. Can't wait to talk with him. He hit him on Twitter at Justin Thomas34 joining us here at Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Just before I get to that, I gotta ask you about this, about something you put on Twitter seven days ago, and I quote. When in the car, do you all ever kind of hope somebody doesn't abide by driving rules so you get an excuse to honk your horn? I mean, it doesn't happen often, but when oh I'm at a horn-honking mood, dang, it feels nice to land that thing. I can't be alone here, right? What led up to that, Justin? Uh, guys, I think there might be a mix-up. This is JT Poston, not, not uh, Justin Thomas. Oh, um, <laughs> I get this all the time, I guess, the other JT, but... Uh, I don't know. You might you might have to ask him. I mean, Theo, oh, man. I that is all time, right? It was worse because I thought you were just going to say he introduced him. Not oh, only no, did he no. introduce him, he brought up a tweet, uh, a memory. Yeah. And, 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 let's hear it one more time. <laughs> Listen to Freddie Coleman's voice after the tweet. Like he thinks he is on it. Like he's about to relate with Justin Thomas. He's so happy. He's like. What led to that? Like starting the interview off with a good-natured oh, giggle, and then everything just comes crashing down on top of him. One more time, Stone. The golfer's gotten a lot of attention for stuff on and off the course. He is Justin Thomas. Can't wait to talk with him. He hit him on Twitter at Justin Thomas 34 joining us here at Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Just before I get to that, I got to ask you about this, about something you put on Twitter seven days ago, and I quote, when in the car, do you all ever kind of hope somebody doesn't abide by driving rules so you get an excuse to honk your horn? I mean, it doesn't happen often, but when I'm at a horn-honking mood, dang, it feels nice to land that thing. I can't be alone here, right? What led up to that, Justin? Uh, guys, I think there might be a mix-up. This is JT Poston, not... Oh, not, uh, it's just no. like a gut punch. Like it hurts. And then I love Jay Will. Jay Will laughs like, what a funny tweet. And then he, as soon as they realize there's the mistake, Jay Will just clears out. For 10 minutes, he doesn't say a word. Freddie Coleman's on his own on an island oh, after no. that. Oh, See, man. and I like, I, 
I've always been a fan of Freddie Coleman's, and then he had me on his show a couple times. So, of course, it's always love. So I can't. I hate to laugh at his pain, but because he has such a storied history in you know broadcasting, I'm sure he, he'll get over it. He's a good guy, but that is terrible, you're on, man. You're I feel on, bad. You're on the show with me all the time, and you didn't hesitate to laugh with me and Dino Baber. Yeah, so what's worse, that from <laughs> Freddie Coleman and J2 Poston, him thinking it was Justin Thomas, or this from Stone Labanowitz roughly about an hour ago here on Ken Levick Alive, talking with esteemed Syracuse head football coach Dino Babers, young Stone, starting his radio career, trying to make an impression with an ACC head football coach. And here is the question of the day about a quarterback battle and a quarterback who doesn't play at Syracuse anymore. You know, I was one who was in and out of the lineup. What are the, some of the things you've told Tommy DeVito? And how do you go about a guy who's been in the lineup for years and has plenty, dozens of starts under center to now with Schrader kind of being the lead guy? Like, what are some of the things you tell DeVito? And you know, how do you go into that situation with a guy who, like I said, has been the man? Now, first of all, Tommy is uh, at the University of Illinois now. So the one thing that I'm going to always do is I'm always going to talk about the guys uh, on my team. Man, you know what's great, Theo? Listen to that again. Dino Babers talks to Stone like a disappointed father. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And and you know what? He handled it so cool. Because remember, like like y'all said, when we talked to, to, uh, to Schrader later and y'all asked him about the former QB, who I, I will name uh, nameless so I don't screw it up again uh, on this show. <laughs> His legs started going wild. Like, you can tell the body intensity, everything. He's like, he did not like it. Coach yeah. Babers, like, so cool, calm, collected. And I love it. He, he sounded so disappointed in Stone. Like, well, he was actually, actually, Timmy's now at the University of Illinois. <laughs> it's like, oh, Tommy, yeah. Tommy's <laughs> at the University of Illinois. Like, like, I tell my kids, you've already eaten a sweet. You can't have a fruit roll-up before bed. Like it was the it exact was same experience. tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, well, I, what I thought was interesting was there was clearly bad blood with Tommy and Syracuse, whether it was the coaching staff <laughs> yes. or that, well, because you know he yes. could have said like, yeah. you know, well, I love Tommy dearly, and he's actually not with us anymore. But you know, when it was going through, where Schrader was stepping into the lead role, you know, here are the things that I told him. But he was more so like, no, no, we're not even gonna do that. He don't even play for us anymore. And yeah. then, and Schrader then Garrett also said what he said. hinted that bad blood. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's here's me bulldozing my way into the interview with Syracuse quarterback Garrett Schrader, trying to be funny and and capitalize off of Stone's terrible mistake. And I actually think I made Garrett Schrader angry. Here's overly aggressive me with Syracuse quarterback Garrett Schrader. Garrett, Garrett, let me Appreciate ask you, that, what was your, Garrett, what was your, your favorite memory of Tommy DeVito? Just because he came up with your head coach uh, and Tommy DeVito no longer plays for Syracuse, what was your favorite memory of him? Man, you came with a curveball and a bat. <laughs> Not happy. Um, I mean, just the competition. I enjoyed it. Um, when he know, says that, uh, the competition, I, I enjoyed it, a, you, a know, that, you know. You know he, he wants nothing to do with this. Everybody, and I was a new guy, but... Uh, I mean, I feel like you got like a bad rap for a lot of things, but just being behind the scenes. Uh oh. It was just a new new chapter in my life, and I got to enjoy that, and he, he was a big part of that. So, boy, that is I, the. I really hope. Man, I hope the bad rap wasn't like any legal things that we have no clue about. We've been laughing about this guy's departure from Syracuse for the past hour. Oh my god! And it's like, what if we we look it up, and we find out there was something horrible it happened, was, and we're like, oh crap! Like widespread credit card fraud. I have yeah. no idea. And, yeah, and I, I'll tell you one thing: there are a a small percentage of quarterbacks that enjoy the competition, whether you want to believe it or not. <laughs> right? There are those kind of guys no, who they are want born the and bred. job. 
They want the damn job, yeah. all right? The guy who's I embrace competition and, you know, builds character and raises the level. Yeah, I mean, although it does raise your level, you're not enjoying it along the process. You don't sleep at night. You're, you're watching film ten times more than you should just to watch your little step left or step right. Like, it's not fun, especially the collegiate level when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. So that's where I know his answer got off on the wrong foot, and he didn't enjoy the question. He did not want to talk about Tommy DeVito, and boy, did I just bull my way into that uh, with that question. First, hey, Garrett, hey, Garrett, 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 I got to ask. Garrett, I got to ask. Garrett, 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 hey! Like, that, that is like, literally what I sounded like. No wonder nobody else has dropped by this table. I think they've put the warning signal out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, these dudes are messed up. Are we going to get uh, uh, KJ Henry? Uh, I almost said KJ Wright again. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, KJ Henry, There's do you see him? A- there's not a sniff of any Clemson <laughs> orange around me right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. They told me KJ Henry at 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 150, um, and all of the Clemson they might be back in their hotel room. So no KJ Henry, I would assume. Oh, uh, good. Fine. They, we'll we'll hey, take KJ Wright then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call KJ Wright. <laughs> call him That's up. fine. Uh, <laughs> you know what? KJ Wright. Let's just try and grab anybody as a guest. Maybe someone working at the hotel there. I don't care. Let's try and finish off strong. Uh, that's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Man, the ACC electrifying. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He is in Charlotte for ACC kickoff. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, me, Ken LaVica. We are in West Palm Beach, and joining us now is the senior defensive end from Clemson, K.J. Henry, with us here on Ken LaVica Live. K.J., uh, we're talking with you instead of playing anything that we did with Mike Norvell, Florida State head coach. How does that make you feel? Ah, I'm blessed, man. I'm lucky, <laughs> especially since he's from, from near you guys. Uh, glad, I, glad I can make it in. We had to get – look, I want to tell you something, uh, Ken. Every time any Clemson guy sits down and does an interview, like five TV cameras pull out and are shooting y'all. Oh, yeah. What's up with the rock star lifestyle y'all are living here at ACC man, kickoff, man? Listen, they're just all trying to find DJ uh, in his three-piece <laughs> suit, uh, and they just keep getting us mixed up. Ain't nobody really looking for, for me or J-Matt. Ain't Wait, no what's KJ – Theo, I, what's KJ wearing right now? He's talking about three-piece suits. What's KJ, KJ dressed got a nice – it's a nice blue suit. It's modest. It's not a pop of pink with a tie. His tie clip All has right. his initials on it. Right. And, you know, what I'm saying? so he looks good. He's, he's, he's looking good here today. He's being modest. I have a question, though, for you, KJ, because this is a bold tweet I just saw from you a day ago, and I think you know which one I'm talking about. You, you tweeted 10 days ago or 10 days until my baby dropped her track. I'm so proud of who she became and all the hard work she has put in for this. At Beyonce. Now I'm from Houston. <laughs> whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, So I got love Let's for you go, get, having love for the Queen. Hey, you shooting high, KJ. I think she's taking. Man, listen, I, I'm not here to you know try and mess up any anybody's home situation. <laughs> but you if would. something were to ever go wrong, yeah. then I just need her to know that there's a man out there for her, ready to you know cater to her every need. I think the media day's been everybody else been talking about ACC. I think I've talked about Beyonce more today than probably anything else. I love that. I, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. If, this, if word gets to Jay, I'm not sure how he's going to feel. Yeah. Lemonade part two? Yeah, I might be in trouble. <laughs> uh, KJ, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, there are a number of Clemson fans down here. A lot of little kids are fans of Clemson down here, including uh, Timmy and Boca, five years old, and he's concerned that you might not win the ACC. People have been telling him that. What would you say to Timmy and Boca? 
I need to tell Timmy to make sure that he stays in the books. He's concerned about the wrong <laughs> thing. All right, he's got to make sure that he's going. To, he's got his lunch pack, right, and that he's getting to every uh, elementary class he can on time. He's worried about the wrong things, but nah, uh, I think we're just excited more than anything about the season. Um, you know, there's always going to be that concern for everybody, uh, but we're not concerned about. It. Only thing that we're thinking about is uh, getting ready to kick off with Georgia Tech on a Monday um, and just kind of get this season un- underway. Um, and we're just excited to, to show the world what we can do and uh, improve ourselves right this year. That was a smooth transition into coach speak. It was beautiful. I'm not it was sure beautiful. how much training y'all got what right before here. Yeah. That was amazing. That was, <laughs> that was excellent. I see why they picked him. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, I have a question for you on the defensive end. Uh, I keep hearing, you know, people have been talking about the struggles of the offense for Clemson last year and whatnot, but the defense was right up there with the tops in the nation, and y'all are bringing back so many guys. Uh, I even got word from somebody that said y'all are going to be maybe even better than that Georgia unit from last year. What do you say to that, and how do you feel, how strong do you feel about the defensive front? Well, I'm just excited. I'm excited about what we, like you said, what we bought back, Um, a lot of great talent. You know, I think the only difference between (laughs) us and the Georgia front from last year is Georgia proved it, and, Mm. and that's what we're set out to do this year is prove it ourselves and then we can have those conversations obviously a great team and a great front um, but that's definitely we have the right pieces there's no doubt about it we have the um, all the talent in the world we have the guys who with the make of it um, with the competitiveness the grit you know the want to all that um, and, we, and we have the right foundation so now it's just a matter of putting it together uh, each week I think more than anything in these last two seasons we haven't learned that uh, we cannot guess it. We then we know anything else. So we're not going to try and guess what's going to happen. We're just going to try and prove what's going to happen. And uh, I think, like I said, we have a lot of great guys to to get that job done. Theo, we're up against it. So I I, I hate to cut off KJ, but we appreciate him joining. But he's 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 a big man, defensive end, probably pretty <laughs> hungry. Uh, could you could you <laughs> offer him the the parting gift, oh, please? Yes. The, the apple cobbler. Oh. So you have one. You have two options here. You have the apple moonshine crumble or the banana pudding parfait mm-hmm. topped with a blackberry that I picked finally from the lunch downstairs. <laughs> KJ, now, don't, look, KJ, don't go you, with the parfait. It's been there for over an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, nobody's taking the parfait. I've been offering this since I think the show yeah. started at noon. This is newer and fresher. Look, you don't got to eat it in front of us, but it's just a parting gift from ESPN 106.3 that you can Thank take. You. Or, I, I appreciate that. Definitely the apple crumble was going to be had. There we go. Regardless of how long that parfait was sitting there. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the parting gift for sure. Appreciate you, KJ Henry. Thank you, KJ. Uh, Theo, I think this was a successful day from the ACC kickoffs. It was good, and we ended it on a great note with a guy who uh, might be the next suitor for Beyonce. So, you know, you can't beat that. <laughs> Y'all Beyonce, put in a good word for me. <laughs> hey, Beyonce, NFL, and Apple Cobbler, this man this man is is thriving right now. Theo's back from Charlotte tomorrow. Stone the Banowitz. Thanks, KJ. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. All right.